Hello, Guardians. Welcome back to Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast. I am one of your hosts, Corey Dierig, and alongside me, as always, is the Yoten Toten, the Vault Dwelling, the Iron Lord, the Mayor of the Deepstone Crypt, the one, the only, favorite co-host on the Citadel, the Conqueror, Josh Finney. I'm, I'm not going to let you live that down. We're, we're putting that in. And maybe by this time next week, I'm going to have it gilded. The gil- That's the objective. I'll do the gil- gilded conference? No, no, no. Because uh, the only way I can get gilded is if I go if I go in and I uh, spank, the, spank the corrupted. And uh, mm. Mm. that is, uh, it's a tall Here's task. The thing. If, if you do that, you're going to have to wait two weeks to hear that from me, though, because I'm not going to be here next week. So It's okay. That can be a glorious intro. <laughs> To the That's next true. season, the the gilded conqueror, the 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 disciple, the chosen one. <laughs> he will bring balance gonna, to the force. Next, I mean, next season, next next season, I'm gonna retire some of the old nicknames. It's right? t- it, it's time. It's time. Like it's it's time to retire. Mayor of the Deepstone Crypt, probably. It's mm-hmm. time to retire. Probably Jotun Toten. I yeah, I have used Yoten significantly less over the last two years. Even with the catalyst now, I'm just like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I've finished the catalyst yet, truthfully. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Corey, my bungee day items came in today that I ordered really? a month ago. Yes. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yes. So wow. I uh I, I brought I brought goodies to show everyone. So Ooh, I show had, and tell. I had to buy that rad three-quarter sleeve trials of osiris shirt Ooh, that's nice i had to get it i wanted to get it a couple years ago and it went out of the shop and then uh, i was like oh this has to be a mistake and when i clicked on it they actually had it by size i was like yes i'm buying it great i love three-quarter sleeve shirts um and i've been looking for something trials forever there's nothing for trials or like crucible or gambit or any of those uh you know you ritual activity nobody really cares about nobody really cares about i mean I, i'll be honest i would buy a gambit shirt immediately just because i really like the logo i would Let's love take. to have just like some basic like two basic black shirts one with the gambit logo one with the crucible logo hell i'd buy three i'd get the iron banner logo on it too yeah i fair. would get shirts for each of those like 15 dollars shirts bam go for it so i like my witch queen one so much i really wish i'd gotten the forsaken one back in the day yeah. I know they did Gambit and Crucible once, but that was when I was taking a pretty significant break at the time. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, they I, those, I feel, should just be in the store no matter what. But speaking of items that have come back, Ooh. things that haven't been there in years. I, You guys know I love my pins. You do. I, I love my pins. They brought the Armory series back, the last series of them that they did. And for the guns, at least. they I think they've done some helmet ones since, but... They did a set where every one of the weapons in it is a pinnacle weapon from the year of Forsaken. So from Forsaken, Black Armory, uh, Joker's Wild, and Season of Opulence. And so I got, I believe it's Not Forgotten. Nice. I got a trusty favorite of mine, Redrix's Broadsword. Ooh, I thought you were going to say trusty. <laughs> no oh god dude i would i would love a trustee pin um and uh breakneck good old breakneck Ooh. so I, i'm very excited for these they're they're blind bags you don't know what you're getting ahead of time um 
Wonderful. I was already going to be paying the absurd shipping on the shirt, so I was like, I'm going to give it a few pins and throw them in here. Kind of hoping, fingers crossed, that they stay in stock until the uh, Lightfall reveal when I inevitably order the Collector's Edition and probably uh, a Lightfall t-shirt so yeah. that I can buy uh, a couple more. Or they bring some other pins back in stock. I have a whole pin board off to my right-hand side that you can't see in the frame. But I love uh, tacking pins up there. Andre and I were talking about pins a couple weeks ago. Ooh. He was saying how he really would love to get a uh, one of the seal pins, but the shipping is just astronomical to Canada. Um, yeah, that's fair. I'm sure. I mean, I mean, hey, man, it's it's not it's it's not great in the U.S., but it is still cheaper than y'all's. It, it cost me. I've I've talked about this before. Ten bucks to ship Ooh, those to ship a pin. The ship a pin and the the clamshell boxes. Yeah, it's just like a standard ship rate, I think, for anything you order from them at this point. And that's really frustrating when you have to order everything individually if it's a pre-order. Right. Right. So, like, at least these, I could combine everything. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like the price, but I am doing it all at once versus multiple orders. Yeah. Um, getting the getting the seals has quickly become an expensive hobby. Yeah. Back when the shipping was, like, three bucks, I was fine with it. But now it's like nine or ten bucks to ship one of them, and I'm not like terribly far from. Okay, I should I shouldn't say not terribly far. I'm a couple states away, but I'm not like shipping something from Florida to Washington or something. Right. Um, it's bad. It's real bad. I really hope that they get a, a different merch company now out there under Sony because yeah. uh, the store quality has just not not like in terms of like the items that I've gotten. I I have had good luck with my items. But uh, I know a lot of people have had issues. I've had issues with shipping with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my order was just chilling for like a month before they right. decided to send it. I don't know if they like maybe had to reprint the shirts, which <clears throat> would make sense. But well, like, it was remember weird. when I remember when I pre-ordered the I think it was the second Grimoire book. Yes, from Bungie, and I ended up ordering it off of Amazon because it was cheaper and faster. Yeah, I, at this point, if it's something that I know is not going to be exclusive like that, or like one of the numbskull statues, I just refuse to order it from Bungie. Guy, when I bought the, uh, the mouse pad earlier this year, um, our friend Ray, he ordered that and the, uh, mouse, I believe, from Bungie, and he would, he didn't get the mouse for, like, months, the mouse and his mouse pad didn't come in until like end of June, I think. And I got my mouse pad like three or four days after they announced it through Amazon. The only thing I've never been able to find again is because that and the mouse are in stock on Amazon constantly. I've never been able to find the headset. And I've debated if I'm ever going to do the headset. I, I don't think I will. But if I ever moved into like doing PC gaming like or streaming in my office i would probably get it just because it's wired and i can plug it in um anyways that's that's the that's the bungee store haul but that actually leads me to our first question of the night i wanted to knock this out of the way while we're talking about merch uh, merch merch uh hey zeus wrote in with a question this week i want to get the exact question pulled up again just just josh's computer things I'm trying to keep um, myself muted because my son is screaming. So if it's any consolation, I, I cannot hear him. Well, it's because I've been muted. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Jesus writes in and asks, what other Destiny exotic would you want a nerf version of? My choice would be sweet business. Uh, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. I think all of us would like a sweet business. 
nerf yeah, rifle. That'd, be pretty, that'd pretty basically awesome, be like walking too. Gatling gun. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I would also like a sweet business, thanks. Yeah, I, I would say sweet business. So in a non-sweet business answer, um, I would probably want one of the sidearms. Um, I think those could be really fun. Like a rapid fire sidearm would be fun or something. It's like, like a uh, crimson. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't you, know how you would do the three shot rapid fire. Exactly. That we'll see that. And that's my problem because like that, that's what I would want um, is the three round burst. Um, yeah. I think something like, I actually have an easy answer just because it's my favorite gun. In the well, then go, go ahead and go ahead and give it to me. Go ahead and give it to I, me. I, I would get a hung jury. It's like a scout rifle type thing. A scout rifle, yeah, yeah. Uh, meet a meet a multi tool would be a good one. Yeah, uh, I guess like I just... when I'm thinking and I think of like an iconic Destiny weapon, like I mean Gallerhorn obviously, and like uh, them making a Gallerhorn and making like custom ammo for it, like yeah. kind of throws like any sort of like realistic expectations out the window because it can happen if you dream it up. Um, I would love to see them make a trace rifle somehow. I don't know how you would do that, but I would like you're firing like it could fucking, be a water gun. That would could be you, like a super. Yeah, soaker. G- give me a divinity water gun. That's what I want a super soaker. I don't want a nerf gun. I want a divinity super soaker. Yeah, let's do. If it. we get, get if we get destiny super soakers, I swear to God, I will do a stream <laughs> from a relative's pool. Yeah, I will do, do a, stream a live stream. stream. Yeah, I will do a stream of the stream. I just promise. The stream though, just the tip of the gun and then just the water coming. It, it'll it'll be me sitting on like, <laughs> will I get a, get like a drifter pool float for me to sit on? Yeah, I'll do it. I swear to God, I'll do it. Don't put that it past sounds me. Like so, that sounds like something you and and Ray would do in like a pool, like drinking beers, just like shooting each other with Destiny squirt guns. That seems like something you guys would get together and do. I mean, honestly, like the super soakers would actually be easier to do than Nerf guns if you really think about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that'd be cool though. I yeah, so okay, so my we're we're expanding this beyond just nerf products. They're gonna be anything oh, that that Hasbro owns. I want I want a Divinity Super Soaker. I want Wait, does a su- that mean does that mean we could get like does that mean we could get like weapon like weapons that transform into guardians? Like an ace of spades that transforms into Cade? Because Hasbro so you, owns Transformers. Yeah, I was about to say, so you want a transformer. Now you may, you guys may be going, that guys, that that's weird. But they did this with Star Wars years they, ago. They had Star they Wars also, Transformers. Yeah, they also did it with Marvel characters for some reason. They did they really? Did with, they did it with Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah, get give me it all. I, don't I yeah, I I would, I, I I would do that. I could I could do that. Um, so I want a Divinity Super Soaker. We want a Sweet Business Nerf Gun. <laughs> so nerf makes bows can i get a leviathan's breath yeah why not because that's like the most probably unique looking bow yeah do it why not okay give me that now if we're really gonna get crazy here could nerf make me a high-end high quality hive sword Ooh. hmm I know that the, I know that Bungie did one for Bungie Rewards a few years ago. I don't know the quality on that, and I kind of regret not getting it to like hang up with my uh, shield. But if I have like four or five lightsaber style things in this house, I might actually be in trouble. Um, yeah, 
I uh, that or honestly, just g- give me give me Dark Drinker, give me Dark Drinker oh, no. as <laughs> as as a uh, Nerf sword. Yeah, if you cool. if you made those like high quality, like just high quality, I don't know, like the best of the best materials you can get, and you charge me like hundred and twenty bucks for a Destiny sword, I would probably buy it. Well, I mean, remember the Gears of War Lancers that came out, and they were like two hundred and fifty bucks. So did they actually like fire Nerf bullets or something? That uh, they made one that did fire and one that didn't. Uh, I have the ones that don't. So I would, man, if we if we expanded this to like video game franchises in general, I'd be in a lot. Oh of trouble. no! I mean, yeah. you think of all the we- the cool weapons in general, like Halo weapons, Gears weapons. I mean, I say uh, this as someone who God has like three hundred something dollars tied up in Nerf guns right now, in Nerf gun pre orders, and that's not an exaggeration. I have a Gallerhorn and a Halo Needler on pre order yeah. right now through Haslab. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, why not? I can no, I cannot afford this. Yes, you can. No, you, I have you helmets. Know? I need to buy too. Helmets. I really Wait, want that. Helmets are you buying? I really want the Nezerax Sin helmet. Really? Oh, badly. okay. I really oh, want because they're making one. the big ones, right? Like the yeah, they they made the uh, they're still scaled, but they're they're pretty they're pretty chunky. Yeah, because I, I almost well. They have a $70 Shax one. So, the, yeah, so for... the, the helmets they've done are Celestial Nighthawk, Shax, and Nezerax Sin. Right. And, but the they did do a Nezerax Sin, like a bigger one. Didn't they do a Celestial Nighthawk bigger one also? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the Saint 14 one, but I kind of want the Shax one. So, the Saint 14 one, here, here, hear me out. Conspiracy theory time. Spinfoil hat. Yep. I don't think they're doing a Saint 14 because Bungie did a Saint 14 yeah. helmet replica back during Season of Dawn as one of the rewards you could buy. Mm, Again, one of the only things I've regretted not ordering, but it's like I look at where I was financially, you know, th- mm-hmm. two, three years ago, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I I really could not have tied up like a hundred bucks in a helmet replica. Yeah. I That was at the beginning of COVID. I would have been completely screwed. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about some of the Bungie rewards I've missed over the years, and it's like, eh, yeah, a lot of them are, like, from pre-season of Arrivals. In fact, everything is pre-season of Arrivals, I think, that I missed out on that I wanted. It's like, uh, it's almost like our fortunes changed when uh, copious amounts of overtime started coming in. Right. Mm. But, <laughs> Gory, we yeah. have other things to talk about tonight besides just uh, my horrible spending habits. Well, I mean... <sighs> We do, but I'm also like waiting for the Shack statue to go up for pre-order and seeing if it's really $120 when the other ones. <laughs> we're are waiting so for it to go to Amazon, just like we. T- yeah. We're waiting for Amazon for the $10 off coupon on top of that. Yeah, and like they're taking vote. Numbskull's taking votes on which character you want next. It's got to be Saint 14. It's Saint. every. I mean, I always, I always pick three. I always pick Saladin, Zavala, and Saint 14. Those are the characters. So my problem with Zavala is Zavala's boring. I know, but I like they don't. The only thing they made was that six inch, uh, six inch McFarlane piece of garbage because those toys are way overpriced for what they are. So, so hear me out here. We we both criticized the Drifter statue the most out of the four that they've released because like yeah. his face looks weird. 
I yeah. want only helmeted characters. Like Saint, uh, if you if you're gonna do uh, not Saint, if you're gonna do a uh, Saladin, please have him have his helmet on. What does this I want him look like? A, he has it in the uh, the Rise of Iron prologue, I think. Does he? Uh, some of the promo art for Rise of Iron, he's definitely wearing a helmet. Uh, wait, hold on. No, so you said Saladin's helmet. Uh, yes, Saladin. Uh, not, I was not thinking. Zavala. I was thinking Zavala for something. No. I was like, Zavala has a helmet. I, I would. Guess. I would like to see a Saladin one if he has his helmet on. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I'm like, I'm like trying to think of who else would make a good. So like those, him and Saint, obviously. Mm-hmm. If you can make faces better than maybe Zavala. Yeah, they gotta they gotta work. Although, like, uh, my dream one, my dream one, and I I've said this before, Mithrax baby, it's time. Give me a deluxe statue of him and Saint with their guns out together. Yeah, that's what I I want that too. I want them wearing t shirts that say "Suns Out, Guns Out." You know, it would be really cool. Josh would be pre-reveal Crow with the mask. You could do crow with the mat. Yeah, you could do crow with the mat. What if you could remove the mask? What if that was an option? I, I would like that. The one character that doesn't have a helmet that I think actually would work really good is Osiris because he has like that Bane looking mask on. Yeah, that's and what, all you I see think is that's, his eyes. I think that's why uh, Eris looks good because they have half yeah. of her face covered. Yeah, Eris looks really good in person. By the way, like. If I ever saw it in person, like in physically in my hands, not like somebody just sending me a picture, yeah. then I would probably be convinced. Yeah. So for right now, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a good thing that I haven't seen any of them in person outside of uh, LC that I ordered. Yeah. Elsie's um, great. Elsie's still the best one by far. I yeah. Have the, I, uh, I have I'm a sucker one. for two things in life, and that's pins and books. I, it's, it's really dangerous when it gets to those, but I really do love my, like, premium collectibles. Yeah. Like, if they're really sculpted well, which I think that the the LC one, I think, is still the best overall. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's definitely the best one. It, it, it's, the, it's the most detailed, no time to explain, looks incredible on her back. And, I mean, the, the price point when it first came out, I mean, that thing was like 60 bucks. Yeah. It was uh, a great 70. price point. Yeah, it's gone up in price. They've oh, raised the I price. It's gone down in price on, on Amazon. Really? Because I know I got mine on sale on Amazon when it first came out. When it first got announced, I was like, oh, man. I thought it was only through the Bungie store. And I was like, uh, it was in a bundle at first. And I was like, I don't really want to buy it with a Steam code. I don't have Steam. Uh, it's... She's 70... Yeah, I got mine is... for 60 Uh after tax yeah. kate is so. 60 uh eris is 60 and drifter is 55 <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to clearance out drifter um yeah joe, joe and i were talking about it uh back on bungie day and, or prime day i guess it was and they had a coupon to get like 10 bucks off the kate statue he's like josh would that finally get you to order it like no, because I have uh, the Cade's Last Stand little like crappy thing that they did at uh, GameStop that uh, I got like a clearance little, a few years ago. The little guy. I mean, it's or... not. No, it, it, oh, it's it's like this or, tall. It's just really oh, the one where he's weight. like s- s- the standing it, on top of some thing. It's like the gold, like the gold. It's like a gold color. It, it's it's one? so it's like a bronze almost. Yeah, bronze. And he's uh, it's him firing Ace of Spades. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's and it, it literally was like called the Last Stand or something. It was some pre-order bonus that they did at GameStop if you bought the like if you bought Forsaken through them. They did like some sort of mm-hmm. bundle. Mm-hmm. It was like that and some other like crappy stuff. And I never wanted any of that. I was like, oh man, the Cade thing would be cool to get, but I'm not paying like thirty bucks for that. They clearanced them out at my local GameStop a couple years ago before COVID, like six months before COVID maybe. Um, and he was seven dollars. Wow. I paid $7 for that. He proudly sits in my living room now, just, you know, kind of covered up by some better looking collectibles. So you can't get close and tell that he weighs like six ounces. But it's great. You know what else is great, Corey? When we start hearing things through, through through, through the rumor mill, through the Twitterverse, about changes coming to the game. Yep. Now... For those who may not have been around for our policy on, like, leaks, I will not overtly discuss anything like last year's infamous paste bin. We went over some bullet points of that, left out the story stuff, of course. Um, That is the most I will ever talk about, is, like, maybe if we, like, hear about game mechanics or, like, something returning, like a raid returning or a specific map coming back, something like that. That's the most I will ever discuss, and it needs to be, like, a significant amount of time out. Like... And, like, be be semi-credible, right? Like, I'm not just going to go around reading every 4chan rumor or anything like that. Like, it's got to come from, like, someone that I would think is at least, you know, has a fairly decent track record. Um, I debated with Corey before the show if I was going to bring this one up. But I think we should because it was talked about last year at some point. I did hear mm-hmm. uh, talk going around. And Bungie themselves even said they were looking into... Um, alternatives for the power leveling system. Mm-hmm. So the latest thing that we've kind of heard over the last day or two is that uh, power levels may finally be going away in the game. And that may be like a big thing that they're announcing on the 23rd. This is of course, completely unsubstantiated. Uh, the account that was talking about it is one that had also discussed uh, a lot of the stuff from the pace bin and like bigger detail and ha- definitely had more details on those seasons or on expansions before they released um, like weeks or months ahead of time. So we're going to take this with a grain of salt, but uh, what they said was, uh, God damn it. Did I close the window out? No, I did. Okay. So from what I heard way back in splicer, the team planned on removing power levels and making it all one big artifact level, except expect the main way to rank up, uh, would be activities and not bounties. Um, I have no idea if that is something that is going to happen soon, but I wanted to bring this up because this is a conversation I wanted to have tonight, irregardless, um, that John and I were having the discussion about the other night, and I believe I also talked about it with Nerd, uh, with Nerd and uh, Colonel Panic while we were doing some activities last week. I think we were running the dungeon and we discussed this. Power level essentially does not serve a function anymore in this game. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to time gate grandmasters behind anything. Just be like, yeah, you're gonna. This is this is the cap that you can hit for that activity. Like you will, you need to get, you know, your gear score up to a certain thing, and that's probably gonna be through playing with the artifact mod. Like you get a plus twenty on your artifact mod. Congratulations, it's mm-hmm. unlocked. Go for it. And if you if you power through to that in the first week or two, great. You can access the stuff early. 
Um, we saw them kind of experiment with this a little bit with the Witch Queen uh, Legendary campaign. Mm-hmm. Where if you beat every single mission on Legendary, you would be guaranteed to be raid ready. You would be at the level needed to go into the raid on day one. And, right. you know, eliminating the grind there, we've seen that they have reduced how much we go up each season. It's only plus 10 now. It's not yeah. like plus even plus 50 like it used to be, right? Right. Um, I you, you got to think that power levels are on the way out and that they're thinking of other ways. The single greatest thing they could come out and say on the 23rd for me for the future of the game would be, we're removing power levels and we're removing champions. Mm. Um, remove both. <laughs> they, I'll be honest, for the long-term health of this game, they need to remove both. And here, here's why. the If they hadn't done the legendary campaign in Witch Queen... I would suck it up with the champions, but they have now demonstrated that they are capable of making challenging content without champions. I think duality until you learn the encounters shows you are capable of doing this without champions. Mm -hmm. You know, enemy density is the thing, right? Like, okay, so you adjust a few things and, you know, instead of, instead of throwing champs in, you throw in some extra yellow bars, you throw in some more mobs, Right. There are definitely ways to do this. Plus, like, you could definitely weigh more, like, the way that energy weapons work, right? Where, like, okay, well, this guy has a solar shield, so you need to use solar to take his shield down, and it's more effective than if you use a void weapon, right? You could do- totally yeah, do stuff like um, that. Yeah, I, I, I think to I think to do things like, when you look at Grandmasters, and so many of them have match game, champs, extra champs, all three types... That severely limits what you can do. And th- this is my own personal conspiracy that knowing my luck is going to be completely proven wrong within the next seven days, judging by my track record. But they said a while ago that starting in season 18, which is you know starting in two weeks, that we would know which exotics had champion perks built into them. And the fact that they've been so silent on that really makes me wonder if they're just going to get rid of champs altogether with Lightfall. It won't be right now, but, and I I would remind you that with the cycle of how they seem to put things into the content vault, things from Shadowkeep or from like Post Forsaken are up for grabs at that point to go into the vault. I would prefer instead of, honestly, like, Let's just hurry up and break the curse of the Dreaming City. You you really, the way that it exists within the story and with questing and things like that, you still have to have that curse mm-hmm. for things to work. Get rid of the dream, unless you're going to cleanse it and just completely change it and change how you, how you earn certain things. I don't think there's too much that's still tied to the Dreaming City, frankly, at this point. No. But the curse is such an important part of how that works. Unlock a new area of it or something or vault it. That's yeah. what needs to be vaulted. Do not vault the moon. I think at this point, the campaigns from Shadowkeep onward need to stay in the game. Yeah. If you're going to really tell the story of the Witness's arrival, I think the moon needs to stay in the game. I don't like going to the moon. I outright hate it. I think the Shadowkeep campaign sucks. But mm-hmm. that first mission and the last mission are actually kind of important for us to understand where we're going. Yeah, especially that last mission. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I would even argue the first mission because that's when you see the pyramid. No, I, I agree, too. I mean, I agree with yeah, you, yeah. too. I mean, I just, you know. Right. Yeah, but the Shadow King, I wish... Hmm. 
man, there's there's so many things that like in hindsight, I guess I just wish like why was you know it's like why wasn't it like this from the beginning? But you know, whatever. Yeah, and I mean we've we've talked about before what we think is Goliath is because it seems mm-hmm. to be a Destiny project launching alongside of um, Final Shape. I'm still holding out hope that that's everything being brought back and unvaulted. But honestly, my dream announcement would be if you come out on the 23rd and you say, hey, we've added a way for you to access at least the campaigns Mm -hmm. in like their own like little pocket. You can launch the campaigns and play them. You're going to have to get them off the cloud. But this is and this is why we kind of asked you guys a couple weeks ago to write in and tell us what platforms you play on. I don't want to make it seem like I'm throwing y'all under the bus, but consoles are becoming more readily available for longer amounts of time Uh especially like and i know it's not like the premium option but like the series s i know video cards are becoming slightly easier to find um it's it's time i i really saw that report you saw that report for the series s today right where no i didn't uh i've been out of pocket almost all day so uh the series s is gonna be uh let's see xbox series s becomes more powerful thanks to new console update uh the june developer update across uh windows and xbox is enabling series x to become a bit more powerful uh microsoft says hundreds of additional megabytes of memory are available to use on the console which should help developers bridge the gap between bridge the gap to xbox series x performance at least a little bit uh so i mean if these updates kind of make changes to these consoles, right? I mean, they could. Yeah. So we kind of knew that that was happening. Um, Microsoft has a little bit of like AI machine learning inside the architecture of the X and S mm-hmm. and they're unlocking more cores to be used. And I, I would wager the PlayStation has the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have Mark Cerny developing your console, you're not going to not do that. Right. Um, we have now reached a point though, where Bungie really has to make a decision here. And, I stated before that I felt that Witch Queen was originally supposed to be that deciding point. I have no proof uh, or basis to offer you on that other than it's a gut feeling. Um, But you are now at a crossroads where if you don't announce that you need to have a new gen console or a cert or, you know, upgrade your graphics card ever so slightly on PC, you know, upgrade your minimum specs that you're going to be left behind. Um, and it's not that I want to leave players behind. It's just you either have to do it now. You have to make the announcement in in two weeks. You have to make the announcement on the 23rd to give people that six seven month, six to eight month window. Because we don't know when in spring it's going to launch. We're all assuming it's going to be February. I'm kind of thinking like mid-March is probably when we're going to get it. I think it is going to be mm-hmm. slightly delayed. Every expansion has been delayed for like three years. So mm-hmm. I see no reason why this one won't follow suit. Um, and it's, that's not knocking Bungie. It's just like, Hey, if you need the extra like month or two, you need the extra month or two. Right. Um, Especially cause that's, <laughs> I mean, January, February and March are so front loaded anyway. Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked, be we, we've talked multiple times about how busy the spring is going to be, but I do think the further you get into spring, the more problems you're going to have. So I think that Bungie has a choice to make here. Right. See, I would, I would argue that if you kind of like waited till like maybe like the beginning of April, you would miss all that. I think that the big unknown for Bungie is, and it's it's funny because Bungie, so Sony slash Bungie now, Microsoft and 
Nintendo are like kind of in a standoff with each other. Like Microsoft and Nintendo are really in the standoff, but now Bungie is a third party to this because they're having to watch this also. Microsoft is trying to figure out when to launch Forza Motorsport, Redfall, and Starfield. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, and I mean, let's be real. Microsoft knows that whatever day they drop Starfield and whatever day Breath of the Wild comes up from Nintendo, those games are going to dominate the conversation. Nothing else can yep. release those days. That's it. Mm-hmm. That Those weeks and probably like the week after are, that's it. It's, it's over. It's done. Mm-hmm. You have WB yeah. who's going to be trying to release Suicide Squad. We have no idea how big that's Rocksteady's grand return after like eight years. I imagine that's going to be a hyped up game if it doesn't get delayed again. Spring is packed right now. And I think that if Bungie... Now, if Bungie releases in February like they did last year, I think they've got a, an open window for two, three weeks probably. Mm-hmm. From Valentine's Day, which they will not drop it on Valentine's Day. Let's be totally clear. They won't mm-hmm. drop it Valentine's Day. So if they drop it the week of Witch Queen, they will probably have about 10 days to themselves before Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild, I would almost guarantee you can pencil it in for that first week of March. That first yeah. week to coincide yeah. with the anniversary. Yep. Um, if you do that, from the end of August through there, you've got six and a half months. You, you would have about six, and, you would have six, six and a half months to get your hands on a console or a video card. And I know that's going to be hard with the holidays coming, but that also means there's going to be a lot more stock than ever. Yeah. Um, I would say like, if it, if it really matters to you, like you're going to have to do it, at least they're going to get, at least they would give you a warning. Uh, I remember with uh, rise of iron, you had a two and a half month warning. Like, Hey, we're going to, we're ditching 360 and PS3 and everybody saw that that needed to happen. Right. But it would yeah. it would have to reach a point where, okay, any like weapon stability updates we're still gonna deploy to the last gen consoles, but y'all are gonna be segregated into your own pools. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get seasonal activities, you're not gonna get any of that. Like you're not maybe you still get things like, I don't know, Solstice for another year or something. But like if you wanna play the expansion, you wanna play the seasons, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. you got well, you gotta you gotta move. Yeah, I mean the three the three sixty and PS three versions still got the updates for like Iron Banner and Trials and stuff, but they didn't get any of the the content after. Right yeah, I, I just th- I feel like it's different now than it was back in twenty sixteen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially like how volatile part of this community has become. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we God, we heard some of those details this week, right in the uh, the yeah. loss. I mean, more gone. came out today, I think. Um, right? I mean, I saw I saw Paul Tassi write an article about it on Forbes about how like they're really going to try to change how they communicate with the community because of how toxic it's become. Yeah, a lot of the so a lot of it came out on like Tuesday and Wednesday of this week, and uh, Paul wrote his article today, I believe. But basically, it comes down to Bungie was getting like credible, legitimate threats. Like their their people were getting doxed. And there were people who were, like, demanding very vile things, like wanting modes to kill people of color and things like that specifically put in. Those were the people who were doxing Bungie employees. Mm -hmm. And, like, were proving it almost right away by, like, one of the messages was, like, enjoy your pizza. And five minutes later, a pizza delivery person showed up. Uh, That's creepy as hell. Yeah. And, I mean, you... I don't want to make any assumptions, but you can kind of deduce who that was probably targeted at. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we knew exactly what it was over. They swatted a Destiny streamer. Uh, they swatted a maze. Um, and that's just I, I there there there's no there's no fucking words. So like I don't I'm I if I'm Bungie, I'm almost not wanting to communicate with this community anymore after how and it it is a small section of the community overall, but reacted to you know basically chased Kevin Yanes off Twitter has sent repeatedly harassing, threatening messages to to devs, to the community managers, to the official accounts, etc. Fuck it, I'd close up too. You went from having the most open studio in the industry to one that may never have the same relationship with its fans ever again. And Bungie's always been a fan-first studio. Always. Right. All the way back to Halo 2. So, y'all fucked up big time there. I just, so I, I worry when we talk about like big changes to the game, like removing something like artifact level or like, I mean, right now there's a debate going on in the community. What the hell is the raid that we're getting? Right. Like part of me almost hopes, almost hopes for mass chaos that it's Skoloss reworked into a raid. Oh no. <laughs> or that it's Crota's end made into a legitimate raid. Like, cause I think both options would be hilarious, but then I think about, oh shit, all the stuff that Bungie employees would have to deal with at that point. Um, yeah. and Joe's already, you know, Joe Blackburn already confirmed it. If Crow Design ever comes back, it's not going to be as a raid. That he wants yeah. it back, but not as a raid. Totally yeah. agree. I mean, that, that's an easy dungeon, right? That's basically what dungeons are now. Yeah, it's essentially a dungeon. Like that, uh, I would argue Eater of Worlds and Spire of Stars all could have been dungeons. Um, like basically what well, a raid that... layer was supposed to be. Yeah, that was gonna say like what, what like raid layers were supposed to be like the original idea for dungeons and then yeah, I, I think ra- that it was just a bad name, and yeah. they obviously adapted with Forsaken and gave us the Shattered Throne. Could you imagine if they tried to build the Shattered Throne as a raid? How mad people would have been. Yeah, dude, that it's just I I look at this and I go, man, I wouldn't want to talk to this community either at this point. Like I don't want to. I mean, I, like I was afraid to wade into some Reddit threads today after the twab. I was genuinely afraid to go into a few. Uh, I would also say, like anybody who feels that like the community is too negative, like the overall community, unfollow and like mute a lot of Destiny stuff. Right. It's so much better. I see if I see somebody being rude in like the first couple replies to a dev or somebody I follow, or like. Uh, Dylan or Liana or somebody like that, I'm just like, oh, you are so easy to block. Add you to my block list. I don't even want to mute you. I just I just don't want to see you. I don't want to see your name up there. I don't want anything. I've muted a bunch of people I used to like in the community. Like, not because they're doing mm-hmm. bad things, but because it's just always negative no matter what happens. Yeah. They're mad no, that they can't it. bang out an entire season in the first like day. Right. And I'm like, guys. <laughs> This is it's a it's a it's a slow burn game, but they've been clear like they want you to play other things. Like that's why you have challenges and you have story parts to get through each week, and they kind of give you the back half to enjoy the the fun event like we've talked about. Where like okay, unwind with something like Solstice or Festival of the Lost, Guardian Games, Dawning, right. whatever. Go ba- go bake some I th- cookies. I mean, I think I think their system right now is actually pretty good. I just I wish they would change the ways like. I wish they would change some of this events around, you know, like, but I think, I think, I think we need a pretty drastic great. update to like the rinse and repeat cycle of the seasonal events. And yeah. not, not when I say seasonal, like I, I know that sounds confusing because in every other game, seasonal means like your Christmas events. Mm-hmm. So getting an arena mode and 
some story every season is kind of getting old. I don't mind arena modes, but like last year, I really liked how they did it because it was, you, you had the Wrathborn hunts, which nobody enjoyed, but you oh, could easily yeah, solo. You could easily mm-hmm. solo those. Yeah. You yeah, had yeah, yeah. the battlegrounds plus a new, you had four battlegrounds and a new strike get added in Chosen. You had the Splicer uh, Arena, along with Expunge, and then you had the um, Astral Alignment. And it's like, okay, oh, and it's also worth noting that we also get, we got the Hawkmoon and Dead Man's Tail quest lines as well. We got those yeah. missions, which are we're kind of like mini dungeons, I would say. You could you could bring those back in the future and say, oh yeah, these are these are short dungeons. Again, enemy density. Um, and you, you could make those, you know, that those were testing grounds for mechanics. And I think there's a way to do this. Like PVE, I think overall, like when I hear people say like, oh, season of the Hawk, it's the worst season ever. Guys, do you remember Seraph Towers? This is significantly better than Seraph Towers ever was. I just, also, I just, just remind everybody that, uh, the uh curse of osiris campaign existed <laughs> like, the curse of osiris campaign existed escalation the, protocol existed uh the uh what do you call it the the mercury event that i hate so oh much oh my god the, the stupid mercury public event which nobody was ever there to do the haunted the forest sundial. was a thing once upon a time yeah the sundial the haunted forest oh. okay now as far as i i liked the sundial i just wish there was more variety there i liked the sundial and i will defend it but that was like, when you look back to some of the early events that we've had, and people are like, when they say this is the worst season, I'm like, do you remember Seraph Towers? Do you remember the Vex Offensive? Do you remember, I mean, I don't think it was bad, but do you remember the Season of Arrivals moat banking thing that we did? Like, which wasn't, again, wasn't bad. It was an improvement over Seraph Towers, and we were so excited for the story and everything else. And towers. The vaulting towers. was coming, but... Like, you look on that in retrospect, that wasn't great either. There's been more misses than hits. Like, Mm -hmm. this is not out of the ordinary. I think we had a couple of pretty good solid seasons there in a row. And, like, I see complaints all over social media going, well, I I I don't understand why Bungie gets so excited and toots their own horn. And, you know, like, oh, this is going to be a great season. Like, man, even if the event is underwhelming, why don't you, if you don't like the season, don't force yourself to play the seasonal event. Play it to get the story, and then you can go do other things. I I forced myself to finish this season because I really wanted the title of Reaper. But if I didn't care about that title, let me tell you something. I would not be setting foot on that Leviathan because I don't like the... I never liked it in early D2. I don't like it now. I hate the Leviathan raids. If you've ever listened to our rankings of the raids... I have no love lost for it, but I would take this in a heartbeat over Vex Offensive, Seraph Towers, Wrathborn Hunts, uh, the Curse of Osiris bullshit. It's like up there with Escalation Protocol is something like, I guess I'll do. At least here you have the option to load into one that is going to be focused on people trying to do the event or one that is focused on people wanting to explore. Would I have liked a couple other areas of the Leviathan unlocked and not just through the Sever missions? Sure. You can reuse assets. I don't care. 
But I think this fits with their philosophy of if we bring back old planets, we want it to be changed. Yeah. We want I mean, look up, even look at Mars. I mean, not that we yeah. were there for that long, but like they use different segments of Mars this time. I around mean, too. look at the Vox Obscura mission. It's literally Destiny One Mars is all it is. Mm-hmm. It's D One Mars. Right. They yeah. did the interior of the final building, and even that is just basically reused that. Like I, I got news for y'all who are like, Oh, it's just reused assets. What the fuck do you think game dev is? What do you think every Nintendo game is made out of? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Reused assets, especially in a live service game, is something incredibly common. Now, you want to complain about the lack of PvP maps? I'll be there with you. I will complain with you. I think it's absurd. It's ridiculous. But you clearly had to rebuild that PvP team after it was gutted to go make wh- however many games they're making now. That is clearly the team that got gutted. Yeah. And that's yeah, I just... Uh, I don't... I don't, I mean, to me, like, I feel like, th- not that I'm a game dev, but I feel like throwing together a few PvP maps would be easier than building, like, a, like some sort of seasonal story structure or something. Possibly. You know I, mean? I think that you have to consider, like, the modes that can be played on it. I have to consider, can this be used for trials or not? Now you have Rift in the equation. Like, you have to think about, you know, the symmetry of the maps. Like, as we've seen with 343, clearly map development is not an easy thing to do yeah um i think at that point you need to contract out some map development like i've seen a lot maybe (laughs) yeah if you can pry certain affinity away from the other three things they're already doing um but aren't they like that yeah didn't 343 just contract them to do halo maps again um so they already had them contracted to do the battle royale um, they yeah. originally they did not do the maps for Infinite. They we found out that three four three was using uh, some studios over in Eastern Europe to make them, and all of them when COVID happened got kind of screwed because they can't work from home over there. They just don't right. have the infrastructure, and it and took them the forever to get up and running. And <clears throat> two of the studios, from what I heard, were in uh, Ukraine and Russia, respectfully. So as they were getting back up the you know full strength, well, a war mm. happened. So yeah. they basically lost a lot of their multiplayer support like development from what I hear. But the, regardless, 343 is so badly mismanaged, I could rant about that for hours. Um, clearly, Joe Statton just needs to be in charge. That's all I'm going to say. Joe Statton needs to be in charge. Uh, I would like Josh's to Josh's Halo rant is a... Uh... Josh's Halo rant. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a it's non-Patreon a... exclusive. It's right here. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> Yeah, I was going to make that joke, but I was going to say it's going to be a Patreon exclusive for the Patreon we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a Discord exclusive. Um yeah. <laughs> it'll be in Josh's oh, no. it's been a week column. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be 20 minutes of me being the most animated I've ever been after like 3 I'm going to get like a, a, a six pack of uh of Miller genuine draft just oh, no. pound 6 MGDs and then bang it out. Um, a cool I think segment that, on YouTube too, though. I guess what I'm coming back around to, I know we started out talking about power levels here, is coming back around to like managing expectations of the community. Like, I'm excited for the 23rd. I'm like at this point, hey, if things get announced, they get announced. This is something that I feel is a common sense announcement. This leaving the old, leaving the legacy consoles behind. Yes, we are calling Xbox One and PS4 legacy consoles at this point. Um, I think that that's okay to reasonably expect those things to happen. Um, 
I actually would be pretty disappointed if we didn't get any mention on power creep or, and I, I think also doing this, uh, it addresses the power creep issue, right? Like, I think that that allows you to balance a little bit easier. It definitely will make PVP easier to balance. Uh-huh. Um, because then you just say, oh, well, you know, artifact level, we're going to, we're going to enable your artifact level in, uh, or you just take away light level altogether. And like, cause I think, I think that's the only thing that I look at is, well, if you take away light level, you're going to have to make it to where people can't go in and just spam, you know, some, some of the legacy weapons like mountain top. Uh-huh right i think that's what they're trying to avoid because that's what the vault for uh for sunsetting weapons was originally supposed to do it pretty much was created entirely just to get rid of four weapons you know in sunsetting and i mean maybe you could like have a i don't know like i know some competitive games have like a banned list of weapons or something like magic the gathering has banned cards you can't use in tournaments so do pokemon and like you know like could we do something like that? Like, there's a banned list, and you can't go in with uh, a banned item. And it's literally just, like, three things. <laughs> it's Revoker, Mountaintop, and Recluse you can't go in with. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like there has to be a middle ground here somewhere. But... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... I'm, I'm fed up with the... Gr- I'm fed up with, like the race for like to get ready for a day one raid i'll be honest like knowing that i'm already that the power level that you have to be to do uh king's fall or wrath or whatever it ends up being skolas's uh no good very bad day uh right. whatever you decide to call this raid you have to be 1560 you yeah. don't even have to be 70 which is the pinnacle cap this season and will be the floor next season you only have to be that you have to be 1560 that's mm-hmm. all you have to be Mm-hmm. that is I just, the greatest news you could give me yeah i just i don't know i i just don't know how that would work and that's probably why we're sitting in offices talking on our home offices talking about this instead of designing them for <laughs> designing de- games like destiny but like right. how would that i mean how would that even work like how would you how do you take away a leveling system in an rpg you know what i mean i i mean i guess like Man, I don't know. Unless you just made your your season pass level your level, but then like you're gonna have to pay to level up now, right? Like I don't know. I just so well, well. So here, here's the thing. Like you don't pay. So from what I from what I gather of how the artifact works, and if anybody has actually done a season where they did not buy the season pass, please write in and tell me so I can correct this next week. But I believe you still get the artifact levels no matter what. You just don't, you don't get the mods, I think is how it works. Like you, or excuse me, you still get the artifact. You don't get the season pass associated with it. Like it used to be tied to the season pass. Well, well, yeah. Well, like I know that the leveling in the season pass, like you get those, those uh, experience boosts throughout the season. Right. And then you don't get those if you don't buy the season pass, but there's still like the free version right of the season pass yeah so i actually have no idea (laughs) somebody please tell me if you've played a season without buying the season pass what is that like because i'm never gonna take that uh i actually think i might have one friend who's done it i'm I'm gonna reach out and ask him um yeah man yeah i just i just don't know i i i feel like every i feel (laughs) 
I feel like anybody that listens to the show probably buys the season pass because they're invested in the game, right? So that, that's inter- that's so that's so interesting now that I'm I'm like second guessing myself now. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm but either way, if artifact level change or, or if uh power leveling gets announced with a major change on the 23rd cuz like at this point I don't know what all you're going to drop for us on the 23rd. Like there's there's so many different things. We've already done a predictions episode. But like in terms of like actual mechanics you could announce changes to like this also feels like a good time to drop a state of the game, which we haven't had in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's time for one of those. Literally, the last one we got was February 2021, I believe. And that's when they preemptively told us that Witch Queen would not come out until 2022. So I feel like this is this is the time. This is the time to talk to us. Like, come on. it's It's been a year and a half since, you know... Joe or Justin really wrote anything and it would give them time to amp, you know, address a lot of things, but that's what we generally use as a roadmap also, right? Like here's things that are coming down the pipeline in like three, four seasons, instead of spreading it out over multiple twabs, like we had the crucible changes announced, you know, the, Oh, we're going to change, we're going to change the glory playlist. Like three seasons ago, we heard about that. That change still isn't coming until we heard about that before witch queen. Or right after Witch Queen came out, I guess. Those changes to to comp are not coming until season 19. So until like November. Right. That's wild. That is absolutely bonkers to me. That we knew about that that far out. Now granted, we knew about Trials changes were coming. Like three seasons out before it actually happened. When we got that state of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. There's just, and that's, but that's, that way, way back then is when we heard about the plans for new Crucible maps. That's when we heard about, we're going to do reprise map, new map, reprise, new. Like, they're going to start ping-ponging after that, like, while they build the team up. And I was like, oh my god, we knew about that a year and a half ago, and we've gotten one new map. We've gotten one new map out of all this. Mm-hmm. Today's TWAB is going to, you know, in fact, whatever, we're going to the TWAB. We're going to go to the TWAB, because while... We're talking about things that we know about way too far in advance. And to give you an idea of how far out they're planning things, there is a, there is a vote, a community vote for an emote that is, or not an emote, for an exotic ornament that's going to go out um, on August the 16th. There's going to be an email sent. So they're telling us about this a week and a half in advance for whatever reason. Uh-huh. I don't know why you're telling us a week and a half in advance, but okay. I mean, I wonder um, if it ties into the the event, the end of season thing. It doesn't. It hasn't even been designed yet. That's the wildest thing here. They said they, they've chosen a community artist to do it. And I do think this is a really cool initiative, by the way. This is not me knocking it. I think this is really cool. A community artist is going to design an exotic. My personal thought is that they probably, the, they probably asked the designer, what are three weapons you'd like to design an ornament for? Off of a certain list. None of these choices excite me because each of them has three exotic ornaments already. So I think it's silly, but it's Arbalest, Sweet Business, and Rat King. Yeah, give me a Sweet Business. Give me a Nerf Sweet Business. Oh my god, yeah, give us us a Nerf (laughs) Sweet Business skin. But they're going to design this, okay, once the the winning has decided. Here's a look at the full process, they say. 
The community votes on which exotic to pick through email starting on August 16th. Community artist creates three weapon ornament concepts for the winning exotic. Community votes to pick their favorite weapon ornament exotic. Winning ornament goes into production and is released in-game as early, as early as Season 21. Oh, gross. 21? You're wrapping up Season 17 right now. So to give you an idea, next year from now. A year from now is when you're going to see this. A Maybe. year from now. Maybe. It may even get pushed back. That, unless you're going to do one of these votes every single season, which I think at that point you probably need to, okay, mm-hmm. is absurd. I, I saw a proposal for this. I saw somebody suggest this on, uh, I believe it was on Reddit. and Co- I, I like that Cosmo was the one who replied to it. They said they were the one who pointed out that uh, Rat King, Arbalist, and Sweet Business all have three ornaments already, and two of them got a new ornament either this season or last season already. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you let the community pick from a list of exotics in the future because there are so many weapons that either don't have one or only have like one and it's a bad one? Right. Like, can we please pick one in the future? Let us vote on them. And he says, you know, hey, this is the first time we've ever attempted something like this. We're definitely down for that in the future. I'd like to see it happen. There are some, there's a lot of exotic armor that have no ornaments, but I have like three fucking Celestial Nighthawk ornaments. Yeah. I would like, like to see a better Saint 14 ornament. There's only we've one. We've talked about that one. That Bungie, that's yeah. money waiting to happen, baby. Call me. Yeah. Call me. I'll pitch yeah. you. Um, there, you know what would be really cool, by the yeah. way? Saint 14 helmet design like whatever happens to osiris like if he dies or if he doesn't die whatever like a design that would kind of put some inspiration from osiris into saint 14's helmet make it like almost egyptian looking yeah that could be really cool i would like that i would still like to see an exotic helmet for either warlocks or hunters. Like, I feel like his look works, his head look at least, looks slightly better for a hunter. I would love to see a helmet concept um, that is just Osiris, like uh, the helm of Osiris or something. I'm shocked that did not become some sort of uh, exotic. I mean, remember when we got Helm of Saint-14, it was assumed that Saint-14 was dead. Maybe we get it after Osiris dies. Yeah. There's a dark thought. Um, But, like, this is how far out that they're planning things. And, like, I like this, and I would not mind if every single season we were voting on something. Like, make it an armor piece next time. Mm -hmm. Like, you're going to get an option. You can choose between, you know, we're going to do... you know, we're going to do one for one for Titans, Warlocks, and Hunters. But, like, we have to... That one, if they told us that they did that, I would be okay with saying, like, oh, that's going to be several seasons away. Like, this season, we're going to let somebody design the Titan piece. Next season, it'll be a Hunter piece. And so on and so forth. But you guys decide, do you want a chest... Do you want chest pieces? Great. Here's your choice for, like, each one. Um, I think that would be, like... Something, and I know that's another step in the process, but like Cosmo said, they're they're like, they're waiting to see how this goes. They want to see the feedback and they understand like, okay, we get that people probably are not happy with the choices here. Yeah, no shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, <Rat don't>... King? 
I could not care less about uh, that or so sweet business is basically just slapping a shader on the gun. If you could put shaders on it, those would all be useless. Like I want an exotic ornament that like fundamentally changes the look of the gun, not just yeah. slaps a coat of paint on it. Right. Like something like, like tractor uh, cannon, like how the tractor cannon mm-hmm. does it, how uh, Zeno, the, the Christmas Xenophage ornament. Right. I mean, even even Outbreak Perfected has ornaments. Outbreak Perfected has some of the best weapons, though some of the best weapon ornaments. I think like uh, Divinity, the ornaments for that perfect it. Like it repairs it to what it would look like in its pristine prime version. Right. Uh, the Sky Perdition ornament that came out the same week that the game that the gun released. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that there are there are options here, but you have to be willing to actually see those options. Like. A lot of the exotic ornaments just kind of suck when it comes down to it, I think. The armor yeah. ornaments are way cooler, and I feel like that's what people are seeing most of the time. Like, even Gallerhorn, though, like, look, they had, like, they had two ornaments ready to go for Gallerhorn. They're doing a third one with the Nerf gun. Right. I wouldn't be shocked to get another, like, if we don't get a Christmas Gallerhorn ornament, I'll be floored. Right. I'll be absolutely floored. Like, that just feels like it's money waiting mm-hmm. to be made if you make ornaments for galley you know your most iconic weapon and you're gonna make ornaments for it like right oh that's all that's my other answer to the nerf question jesus i want a xenophage um i just want to fire like i want to fire like a supersized dart at somebody that like it can just like knock a kid on its on their back like just by hitting them in the head just like, xenophage is just a thunk thunk <laughs> xenophage is just a paintball gun at that point comes with a compression a Zeno, Zeno mag gun yeah oh god <laughs> um but yeah so I, I guess while we're continuing on with the twab well let's talk about some more future changes that are coming yeah we have we're having more... too much fun this episode not did you okay <laughs> i have to ask because we talk about iron we're gonna we're talk about iron banner for a minute did you understand this the first time you read it no I'm okay. still a little confused. I, I've read okay. it, I think I've I'm read glad it I'm times. not alone. John picked it up the first time. I read this at least four times today, and I'm still not completely convinced I, that this is actually the Iron Banner mode because of contradictions that are made later in this post. Yeah, I'm a little confused. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about Iron Banner for next season, because why the fuck not? It's still sure. like two months away. Let's talk about it. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> we're adding the ability to guild the iron lord seal with the next batch of matches in valis forge's honor great it's probably gonna be easy as hell to earn this seal next time too in terms of scoring points mm-hmm. because you won't have to be dunking that goddamn rift ball thank you um <laughs> as for what else is new in season 18 let's talk about streaks while working on season 18's iron banner well before we launched rift kind of you know, showing they're working like six to nine months out. Um, we knew we wanted to come back to something more familiar after a season of objective-based gameplay. Great. We like mixing it up. Some of you have been asking to play Clash and Iron Banner for a while, so we decided to start there. We still needed that, that Iron Banner twist, something that makes it feel unique. The core vision started with a conversation that sounded like, what if when you went on kill streets, Saladin shouted, he's on fire and you lit on fire. And maybe when you got a kill, he shouted, boom, shakalaka. And from that chaotic conversation, Eruption was born. What is Eruption? Eruption is Clash with energy boost based on killstreaks. It was affectionately called Streak Mayhem internally before we gave it a real name. 
During Eruption, killing your opponent scores one point and a normal amount of energy. After that, when you get your second elimination in a row without dying, assists count too, you become surging. You start lightly glowing. Kills start generating 10% super energy, 20% grenade, melee, and class energy. You score three points per kill. That is insanely better for the scoring triumph than fucking Rift. Mm-hmm. When you get your fifth kill without dying, you become primed. You begin glowing brightly. Your team goes on the hunt. Everyone on the team gains 5% super, 10% uh, ability energy. You now gain 12% and 5% grenade, melee, and class energy per kill. You score three points per kill. Sounds great. So who wouldn't want to be primed? Well, you have a 15-second timer on you. When that timer reaches zero, you erupt. Erupting kills you, which resets your streak and ends the hunt. Getting a kill resets the eruptions timer back to 15 seconds. You are then marked for both teams so everyone can see right where you are. The other team gets three points for killing you. More than one player can be primed at a time. Now, on paper, this sounds awesome. This is basically Clash mixed with Momentum. Mm-hmm. but like supercharged this is essentially supercharged from cod that's what mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. i am all the way here for it because i have long asked for something that is in the opposite direction it's basically mayhem but you have to like still do gunplay i guess right. is probably the better it's like it's mayhem with gunplay and the energy gains of momentum like this is great this is an ideal mode for somebody like me i think because I really, I really like how this sounds. Here's where the confusion comes in, though. I want to read this before we have the full discussion. We are excited to get Eruption into everyone's hands, and we hope it continues to illustrate our desire to bring a new and unique experience to the Crucible and Iron Banner. One of the things we learned with Rift in this current season is if we have a brand new mode, like the most iteration, uh, re- most recent iteration of Rift, introducing it to everyone in a high-focus environment first highlights inevitable issues that any multiplayer game has. Instead, we are going to be moving forward to the zone control plan, introducing it as a low-pressure crucible lab first to make sure it performs as intended in a real-world setting. Then and only then do we bring the new mode to Iron Banner, albeit with a unique twist. We will come back to Rift uh, control and Rift for Iron Banner in the future, but expect a familiar mode with a unique experience in Season 19. Now, who this... else is confused by that paragraph? I mean... I was. I mean, I'm still kind of confused, but it sounds like it's coming to regular Crucible first, and then... So that, that was my interpretation, but nobody nobody knows. Because we were literally, people were literally asking the community managers on Twitter today, like, guys, is it zone control or is it eruption that is coming to Iron Banner? Because you make it sound like uh, it's going to be zone control there at the end. We're thinking it's eruption, and let's be honest, it's probably eruption. But if this is a new mode, are you bringing that to Crucible Labs first? Or did you decide to do this initiative after you saw how bad Rift was? And you're saying, well, we're going to ship this anyways. Because if it's that, I guarantee you we're going to have problems. Really, I I honestly hope to God... It sounds like it sounds like it might be like a rotating weekly mode, and then like when Iron Banner gets closer, they'll be like, "Hey, uh, 
this is the mode we're going to use. Like if it, it, I think it, it might depend on people's response is what this sounds like. Yeah. I, it sounds like they're unsure, man. I'm, Iron I'm, wor- I'm a little worried. I'm still confused. I don't know if this is the iron manor mode for this season or not. And it's because of that last paragraph and specifically the last sentence, expect a familiar mode with a unique experience of season 19. This is not season 19 coming up. Is it? No, it's 18. It's 18, right? I'm not like off no, my rocker no, here. It's 18. No, it's 18. Next, it the current season is 17. I have it pulled up right here on my Xbox, literally on in the corner over here. That's Yeah, so I'm I'm absolutely confused here and if this is another typo, so help me fucking god. Like I I should I shouldn't sound as upset as I am, but this is a recurring theme where information is not presented clearly. Like there is a lot of room for misinterpretation here. I feel like they are saying it's it's eruption. But adding in that stuff about zone control without outright saying this that like our plan is for this to be this is the plan going forward for new modes. If you had just added that line in there, I would be less confused. Yeah. But if you're going to use zone control as an example, don't throw that in with the explanation of a new mode. Make it something else. I don't know. Add a disclaimer. You have things bolded throughout here. Bold. This is the season 18 Iron Banner mode. Yeah. I mean, to me, this tells me that, like, they're planning on this new mode being the Iron Banner mode unless people don't like it in regular Crucible and then they will put zone control in as the Iron Banner mode. That's all I'm picking up on it, but who knows? I really hope we get some more clarification on the 23rd on this. Or like even, I would love to come back next week and say, hey guys, I misinterpreted a lot of what was going on, which I'm fairly certain I'm misinterpreting what they're saying here. But I... This is the way it reads to me, and it read to a lot of the community this afternoon. I mean, the more we talk about it, the more confused I am. Yep. Yep. You know, I mean, that's, and maybe, maybe I'm dumb. Maybe, you know, I don't know. But like, to me, this sounds, to me, I'm confused, but it sounds like, it sounds like Eruption is going to be the mode for Iron Banner unless people don't like it in the Crucible Labs first. That's what it sounds like. to. That's what I initially thought. And but like to me, it's like the last the last sentence that's separated from it is like, it, yeah, what, it's why are unnecessarily about, confusing here. Why are we talking about season 19 when it's season 17? That and right. that that's my thing. Like, why on earth are we talking about this right because, now? Like, what's the mode that you're doing for season that? Did you mean to see say season 18 or what? And if you did like, get in there and fix it. Yeah, don't like. If you're trying to talk about a mode that's coming in season 18, don't even talk about season 19. Don't even, don't even like mention. We have the a season whole number. season and a whole season. showcase to get through before that. Just say next season, like that's that's your way out of confusion or typos or whatever. You know, like it's just, I'm I'm kind of confused now. I'm really confused now. Yeah, it's it's getting worse the more that this goes on. Again, I really hope that we're making a huge deal out of like a typo, but it's just it's very confusing as it exists as it exists right now at nine oh one Central Time on Thursday, August fourth, twenty twenty two. That is how I'm. That's how I am interpreting this. Is I'm confused. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. Which is it? Is it this or is it zone control that's coming? Or are you saying that this is coming this season and zone control is coming in season 19? Because both of these fit both scenarios. Right. I just... Yep. Nope. You find my zen. Gotta find my zen moment here. So, yeah. We're gonna hope that that's what it is. So here we go. If, in case you weren't confused enough... Rift will not be an Iron Banner for Season 18, but that doesn't mean this mode is gone. <laughs> Most of you will be happy to hear that Rift will now have more standard overtime rules. For those of you who don't know what that means, overtime is that added time put on the clock to give teams a shot at breaking any tie that may be in place. It also gives Titans a fair shake to just go ham with those fiery hammers and hope for the best. We know that change can be hard, especially unexpected change. Communicating changes we don't know will work out. Communicating future plans when there's no hard date and bouncing between opposing player bases all contribute to the complexity of the PvP verse. But this is a wonderful conundrum we are committed to. For now, this is what we're happy to share with players, and we think this information is going to be exciting for many of you. Um, 1.5 million players played at least one match of Rift, and over 300,000 of you managed to reset your rank, and 150,000 reset it twice. We hit a few people just right. One player reset their rank 17 times. 17 Iron Banner resets in one season. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? Who has Are no you life? okay? Do you need to do you need to talk to somebody? And it says they did it in only 55 hours in game. And another played over 133 hours of Rift during season 17. The community was also able to expose some flaws in the mode. We already had a number of fixes go live in Rift, like making it so games end properly if a spark was dunked late or if the spark could always be picked up. Um, also made a few tuning changes, including the three-score mercy rule and dropping the base time mode to eight minutes. Uh, Rift will not be an Iron Banner next season. It will be a weekly rotator in the Crucible in weeks 1, 8, and 14, as well as in private match. Uh, Alongside the more standard overtime rules, we also expect Multispark to return in a future season. Uh, AFK protections have been updated to utilize Rift-specific events. Later this season, we fixed a bug that didn't allow you to always immediately dunk the spark if you picked it up too close to the Rift. For future seasons, explorations with 3v3 Rift will allow for smaller use of smaller maps like Wormhaven. Oh, God. May also allow us to use slightly asymmetrical maps like Burnout. Fixing scenarios where one team can play keep away with the spark longer than intended. Lessening the black screen time after scores, furthering measures that discourage overt kill farming. We'll the see how this screen, goes. I actually don't drift that much, but man, I played enough of it to last me the rest of my life. I think to reset my Iron Banner ranks. Mm -hmm. um, honestly, if I would have, I mean, if we would have known it was going to be a fucking eruption, there was no way to yeah. know. I would have along with most of those 150,000 people probably sat this one out. Right. Uh, for the most part, because I find it hilarious. While we're on the subject of Iron Banner, y'all are going to tell us all this stuff and get us all confused and hot and bothered, and you're not going to talk about armor? I know. I, you're, no. you're not going to talk about a new Iron Banner armor? The, image, the, images, the images up here have the old Iron Banner armor in it, the, uh, the current Iron Banner armor with the horns and stuff this is a warlock this is the warlock armor that's the helmet it has it's been gross. a year gross i'm sorry it's gross i hate that armor it has been I a year so much 
It's time. It's been a year. I I am disappointed. Um, what else? Do we have any more thoughts on Aaron Banner? Like other than yeah, the, the, I'm I'm just really confused. I don't understand. Like I really don't understand why the swab was written to this week. I'm sorry. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it was written with good intent, right? Yeah. Like, but I just. I'm confused about next season. I'm confused what season we're on now. I don't understand which game mode is coming in. Some of that's a joke. I do know it's season 17. Okay. I mean, I know next season is season 18. 7, 18, 19. But, yeah. I don't know. I just have nothing else to say, we'll say. I, I'm confused. Just give me new armor is all. Please. I'm begging you. Even if it's old armor. I don't care. Yeah. That's all. I'm done. Full stop. Period. I'm still just so annoyed. Um, <laughs> I don't see anything else that we need to... Uh, we need to talk about um yeah i don't either did you see the tweet that there's a tweet going around today that said don't take zavala's sunflowers away he looks happy (laughs) no i didn't see that yeah it was pretty funny (laughs) um yeah there's there's nothing here there's nothing else here so um i do want to read the ending note here uh we're prepping for an exciting showcase at the end of the month filled with surprises just waiting to be unveiled for the immediate future next week we'll be diving into more weapon changes a little more showcase hype on how to watch and more and like really like i'm not expecting a lot going into this but we are like again we're two we're gonna be we're two twops away after this from a new season um i like they're kind of keeping arc 3.0 close to the chest like they did solar i mean i certainly wouldn't share any details early after how the community has acted all summer um but like man i'd also start start keeping weapon changes until like the week before too at this point until a couple days before so that that way the freak out period is eliminated almost immediately people have enough time to get mad and then realize oh we probably overreacted yeah Okay, so I'm kind of looking this up, this game mode for real this time. A couple outside sources are saying that Eruption is the new mode for Season 19. And that it will be introduced in Crucible Labs in Season 18. That's how I interpreted it with that last paragraph. Yeah. But see, when not even... Not even outlets know. Not even news outlets know what's going on here. This is this is yeah. bad. This is a pattern. This is a pattern that we've now gotten into of things not being clearly explained. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I I've read this thing. I've read those specific that specific paragraph. Now, pro- like, I read it another two times while we were sitting here discussing, just over in my mind, and I still like I am not completely convinced that this mode is Iron Banner next season. I'm not convinced. I'm absolutely not convinced. So PC PC Gamer says that it's season 18's mode. Games, Games Radar's 
Games Radar says it's season 19 mode. I'm just I'm just reading the, the couple yeah. of the headlines. I'm not like clicking on the articles or anything. Uh <laughs> Oh my gosh. I uh, there I've counted 3 19s and 5 18s as the new game mode. Destiny Game Tracker on Twitter says that Eruption is uh season 19's game mode reddit still hasn't come to a consensus as far as i know benji on twitter says i'm i don't know when this new mode is coming nobody nobody knows (laughs) nobody fucking knows yeah nobody fucking knows i this is oh man this is this is just rough Uh, hey, Fritzy says this is worse than the witness's face. Okay, I'm not gonna go that far. This mode <laughs> sounds dope, but I think she meant the communication about the mode, not the mode itself. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Uh, I yeah, I'm I'm confused. So, anyways. Josh, get, bring bring us some happier, more distinctive, uh, complete sentences for something else. <laughs> Josh is just sitting here in disgust. He's so confused. I'm so confused. Like everybody on fucking Reddit is confused too. I just can't. I can't get over that. So yeah, he here is he here is here is one of the comments that i'm seeing here okay it's pretty decently upvoted on the uh, uh on the twab posting on uh destiny of the game so is eruption the game mode for iron banner next season is it not going through the labs process like the designer said in new modes will i'm confused they say no rift or control for next season so it's eruption or something else if it is eruption is this going to be thrown in labs immediately or are we just ignoring the promise of putting stuff in labs first and, and ignoring the disaster that was rift for both times it was around the the next one that comes up is my understanding is they identified their mistake with Rift as them introducing a completely different game mode to any of the existing scoring types without testing before putting it in Iron Banner. Eruption, on the other hand, is an existing game mode with some modified Iron Banner specific rules, which would be special subject to special tuning. Kind of along the lines of uh, Iron Banner control, momentum control, mayhem, scorched, etc. I understand that, but like everybody is like, I'm confused. I'm absolutely confused. Um, yeah, I. Or yeah, I, I yeah, I have no, I have no, I, I've. I don't, I don't know. I. Somebody save Josh. <laughs> God, I, I fucking hate everything. All right, we're going to lore corner. We're going to lore corner where nobody can lore hurt me anymore. Corner, nobody can everybody. confuse me here. That's actually a bold-faced lie, but I pre-screen these ahead of time <laughs> to make sure I can actually talk about them. <laughs> uh, we're going to finish up Eris and Drifter's uh, lore. We haven't gotten around to finishing those yet uh, this season, so I, I want to read those two. This, I want to read the last two this week. Uh, this is from the uh, the legs in the uh, armor set this season. Elsie is not at camp and beyond. Perhaps another time. But Eris emerges from Transmath to see the Drifter alone, interrogating Elsie's strange floating companion. The Vexfish is back! Yes. It's back! It's in the lore! You think we're going to be able to buy it this time? 
dude, I'm, I'm saying, Bungie, don't you want to make money? Make it a companion in-game and let me buy shells for it. Let me buy a finch shell while I'm at it. How was that not a thing? Anyways, right. I, I digress. I, how, I digress. Yeah, how is a high, they they how can't is a hurt me in Lore Corner. I think you should be, I think every, you should be able to buy every Guardian's Ghost. Like every, you know, like. You could no, no, I should be able to earn every Guardian's Ghost. I, sh- I, I should not have to pay for that shit. I should be able to earn it in-game. Like you did Sagira's shell. I should be able to earn this shit. Yeah. I also Fair. just, like, kind of want something that I don't have to pay for at this point. <laughs> That's cool. Please. Wait. Thanks. <sighs> All right. We're, we're going back. We're going back to the pants. Well... What are you? Drifter points at the thing with distrust. Leave it be. The ziggurat awaits our experiment. Eris says, saddling a mostly materialized sparrow and blasting off into the snow across the frozen European flats. And don't touch my stuff, she hears Drifter shout at the thing as he follows after her. Frigid sleet stings Eris's face red atop the ziggurat. It is a welcome sensation compared to the prickling numbness that sticks her fingers. She grips a harvested stalk of the Aragor fungus tightly in one gloved hand. In the other, a hot flare disgorges plums, uh, plumes, not plums, of jade smoke. She lights the stalk at both ends according to the drifter's instruction. Ashing spores furl into dense clouds that envelop her body, obscuring her sight in soot-blacked shroud until it blocks out all else. Faint whispers, a, chor- a coral swell through turbulent winds tone that forms words across the surface of her mind. You hear it, Drifter asks, his voice a whisper outside her awareness. The ziggurat resonates like a tuning fork. The vibrations themselves take shape within the smoke, and Eris is drawn towards somewhere distant and empty. She follows, and the smoke swirls with points of color like stars, separated by lonely rifts of black expanse. Echoes radiate from the black deep like graviton ripples through space. They wash distortion over the stars until breaking against four other points, two greater, two weaker, ghostly strands of incorporeal Aragor between them. She sees the pyramids of Europa, Luna, and Sabathun's throne world as one, their structures melding and overlapping. The connections uh, carterize in her mind like a vivid memory. Eris blinks and the sensation is gone. The stalk is ash in her hand. Black magic fuckery. That's my explanation here. This yep. is this is dark. This is darkness stuff, and I would almost guarantee this is teeing us up for season eighteen. Yep. At the very least, maybe it's like maybe it's like the PvP stuff. Maybe they're teasing us for season nineteen. Maybe they're confusing us on purpose. I don't know. They're talking about something else that's six months out. Who's to say? Who's to say? Let's move to the class item. Let's do it. You want to go where? Drifter's jump ship idles roughly behind him, the engine misfiring, clattering loudly as if ready to explode. Eris's ship purrs next to it in contrast. There is a connection between the points of darkness, signals passing back and forth to something beyond. Eris steps closer so her voice carries over the engine noise. The other pyramids may provide more context. The drifter clicks his tongue and raises an eyebrow. Sounds a mite dangerous with Big Daddy Callus parking right over to me. Big Daddy Callus made it Big into the war. Daddy Big Callus. Daddy Callus. Sounds like a shirt idea. <laughs> I have I, I have a non sequitur to, to say after this, but I'm gonna continue. Oh, no. 
<laughs> Sounds off limits. Yes, but the Guardian leads raiding parties into Rolk's Pyramid in Savathun's throne world. We will use that distraction. And with that, Eris shoulders through him and trudges to his ship. Come, rat. Can we eat first? Explosions thunder within the throne world's pyramid as Eris and Drifter establish a camp in the sunken bog where Misama meets the pyramid's approach. The massive ship eclipses them, towering in fog. The extent of its edge is unknown to their eyes. Drifter's face is stern, clenched with attention Eris has seldom seen. Trust in one hand, fistful of stasis in the other. Eris sets a cloth-wrapped stalk of Aragor upon a pyramid shard jutting out from beneath the sinking swamp. She unwraps and neatly spreads the corners of the cloth before noticing the drifter's footsteps behind her. Something's watching us, Drifter mutters. He turns to his altered ghost and whispers softly enough to convince himself that Eris cannot hear it. Keep your eye on her, eh? Then louder. I'm gonna look around, make sure no hot make sure that hot shot hero didn't miss any screams. The drifter's altered ghost emits a single elongated tone in acknowledgement and then focuses on Eris. Germain. He stops. Eris knows his concern bellies a nobility he often attempts to suppress in favor of the persona of the drifter. It is a ruddy shield, but she has seen the true him hidden under that layer of grime. May I have a light? You got it. He discharges a solar round from his trust that sparks on the pyramid's floor and ignites the Aragorn stalk. Back in a flash, Eris watches him disappear into the swamp, then focuses on the pluming Aragorn. Eris sits, exhausted, on a warm cushion in the dirt. The drifter stands over a hazardly large fire, scooping some sweet-smelling funk of a stew from a cauldron-like vessel of hive design. Her face scrunches as he places a chunky bowl of thick grayish-brown uh, pottage in her hands. What'd you find, drifter asks, slurping from his bowl. Eris tests the temperature and flavor of this food against her lips. It is something like the stinking brine cheeses Ikora had given her on her last visit to the city, but with earthly depth beneath. Her face curls and she opts uh, and she opts instead for conversation. I was right, they are connected, but now I only have more questions. You ask me, that's how these things go. Better left well enough alone, barely well enough alone and head home, Drifter says, slurping another mouthful. The Aragor connects points of darkness, resonates with pyramid constructs, but I cannot decipher their communication. Still, the Lunar Pyramid, the European period, Pyramid, and both Glycon and Leviathan all converse with the same distant point. What Rolk spoke to, so does Callus. It is gravely concerning. Wild, Drifter says with a whistle. He shakes his head and looks at her full bowl. You gonna eat that? I... Eris wonders if he heard her correctly and knows repeating herself is an exercise in futility. What is this, exactly? Pretty damn tasty is what it is. First time I got it right. Thought you'd appreciate someone cooking for you since you, uh, well, you're awful at it. Rat, what are you feeding me? She remembers his hunt earlier in the day and her stomach turns. Eris stares at the drifter, mouth agape and half-heaved gag, thoughts racing over the things he's claimed to have consumed. You cooked me rotted screams. What? Drifter chokes on the stew and coughs. I wouldn't feed that crap to you, Moondust. He laughs. You never had crawdad stew? He holds his bowl to his lips. Or a close cousin to it, he adds under his breath. <laughs> Little swamp shrimps. You dig? It's a delicacy. Eris reels her imagination in, takes a breath, and sips the broth without taking her eyes from the drifter. The liquid fills her crumpled stomach with hearty warmth. She feels her stress melt away. The stew's flavor is far more pleasing than its smell. She smiles and drinks again. Thank you. It is good.
It's fucking wild. Wow. I yeah. I so mean, they they're up to something. We know that. Yeah. Um, it's a matter of do they tell us in season 18, 19, or is this something that gets shown to us at the showcase? Is part of the mystery of how we get from point A to point B, knowing that the two of them play a major role in whatever expansion Lightfall ends up becoming. Right. Is that possible? Um, I feel like I feel like it is, to be honest. Or like some seasonal storyline even, maybe, I guess. Yeah, I'd be a little surprised if it if it wasn't. Like, I don't even know if it could be a seasonal story at this point. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. I think it probably is more likely that it's a seasonal story. Um, otherwise, man, you're you're teasing it pretty far out, and I think that's yeah. that's a difficult thing to do. Um, like the further out that we get, mm-hmm. um, to be dumping lore for something that's still like nine months away. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but they're up to something. They're up to something. We know that they're in the uh, Tangled Shore right now. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be overly shocked if that's where we go next season. Um, but who actually like knows at this point? Yeah, I don't know. Who we'll knows? know in two weeks. We'll know if this actually means anything soon. Yeah. We'll see. I want to... I want to see. I want to see Eris's eyes before she dies. Okay. I would like to see Eris's eyes. I bet they're green. I mean, I hate you. I hate <laughs> you. Why are you the way that you are? I don't know. <laughs> why, why are you the way that you are, you monster, Corey? Just, I'm mad. Get me out of here. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast. Uh, new news, actually. Join the Discord. We have a Discord. Look for our posts on social media for an invite link. Uh, it's fun. Uh, you asked for it. We did it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tower Casuals. Uh, you can email the show your questions, towercasuals at gmail.com. Josh, as always, thank you for your time tonight. Where can we find you besides crying in the bathroom alone? Yeah, please, please listen to the sounds banner. of my tears and my confusion. <laughs> At Josh underscore Finn, two ends on Twitter. I'll probably continue to be vexed by this until we start the next season, frankly. Uh, our heiress's eyes really green. You can follow our me at I am Corey in HD. Green. <laughs> You can follow me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, you can check out new episodes every Friday morning. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you listen on iTunes or Spotify. Leave us a five star rating or review. It really helps us out. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. And until next time, we love you. Goodbye. <laughs>